Okay, this is episode 9 of Dropping Game. My guest today is Clem McKinnon, and our recording studio is his fantastic trophy room. And obviously the most overwhelming thing in the room is his big red stag up on the wall there. If you okay, if you'd like to talk about that, if you could, please. Yeah, uh, yeah my grandson... Uh... Was uh, well, uh, we've always wanted to shoot a really big deer, and uh, anyway, uh, grandson Jake got onto the Raptor Ridge, and by the pamphlets that they put out, there was, you know, they were big deer. So anyway, we booked a hunt, and uh, for two, uh, for two uh, eighteen pointers, and. Uh, yeah, so anyway, the time come and we goes we goes over to the property and uh, yeah, made us very welcome and, and and that and we stayed in the house with them and that uh, that afternoon we went on a bit of a short look look around hunt. We took rifles with us, but yeah, it was a bit getting a bit too late after we'd seen a few big fellas. Anyway, next morning we headed off on the hunt. Daylight, drove very steep country over there. There is and very yeah scrubby and steep. Yeah, definitely four wheel driving. Oh, that's right. I forgot to tell you too about that first afternoon. Uh, they he's got a range, a firing range there to to test uh, to see if you can shoot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had to. We had to fire. We had to fire some uh, some shots. I think it was 150 meters. I think it was a four-inch circle. If you could hit that uh, from a rest, uh, yeah, you were. It was good enough. They say. But anyway, yeah. Next morning we we got onto a deer there straight away, and and a big fella too. He was a shooter, and but. He wouldn't let me shoot him because he was a bit too far away and there was a nasty looking washed out gully. He reckons if, if he had a, carried the bullet, he, uh, he would end up in this bloody big washout and we probably might have been able to found him. So he wouldn't let me shoot him. So we sort of sat there for a good while but we didn't see half a dozen buddy of, of his hinds just down from him and they had spotted us. Yeah. Yeah, so... Of course, they started to get uneasy and headed off, and yeah, he just followed them off down into this big wash gully, and yeah, so yeah, so anyway, after we seen big fallow bucks there, the big uh, big Hungarian fallow bucks, he's got there too. Yeah, I think I saw Jake put a photo of that those up on Facebook too. They were very yeah. impressive. Massive, yeah. You could see their palms when the sun started to come up. You could see their uh, palms shining in the bloody sun. They were that that big, and uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we hunted around for a while and seen a few reds. Uh, not not good enough though to take. And uh, what were they? Be averaging or oh, in terms of points? <laughs> they'd have been. Uh, they'd have been. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, six by sixes, uh, fourteen pointers and stuff. Yeah, uh, but 
not not big heavy antlers. A lot of them weren't. They were fellas that were coming up. They'll be they'd have been right in a, you know another two or three years time. Yeah, right. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, but oh hell, like around if you've seen one in the bush around here, you'd you'd just about faint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't good enough to take over there. But anyway, we come up over a ridge, and uh, here, here's this big fella that I got over on the other side, other ridge, laying down. It was just there. There was a, on his own. And uh, anyway, he, he, uh, he the guy, uh, guy had a look at him, and he said, "Yeah." He said, "That's that's what you want." He said, "That's what you've ordered." Yeah. You can uh, take him if you want. Anyway, he was—he uh, he had a pair of uh, Steiner, I think, binoculars with a built-in rangefinder in them. All right. Yeah. He said he's two hundred yards out. And uh, anyway, I waited, waited on him. I was waiting for him to stand up, and he didn't seem interested in standing up, so I. I give him a, a, a drove one in behind his shoulder where he was lying down, and uh, it looked like a, it sort of he dropped, it killed him, but he got bugger got back to his feet in no time and staggered in behind a few trees and I couldn't get a shot at him again. And anyway, I see uh, we started to sort of try and get a shot, and uh, he made his way over a, over into another little gully and. Yeah, he was standing down in the gully at about 150 metres, I suppose, and sick. And I drove another one into him and put him on the ground then, yeah. But, like, when I walked over to him, like, I couldn't get over the size of the antlers, how thick they were. Like, I'd never seen anything like that, that big in my life before. Uh, the antlers, that you can't get your hand round them. No, I, I, well, my hand, I couldn't get round them anyway. Yeah, oh, crikey. Yeah, so we uh, um, we were able to, uh, with a bit of uh, moving a few sticks and logs, get the ute in to him, and uh, took the three of us. All all we could do to get him into the back of the ute, it was a, 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 a not a tabletop, it was a tub back. On, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might have been a... Triton, I think it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, Christ, he, he was a heavy mongrel. And uh, anyway, we got him in and we drove back then to the homestead and, uh, yeah, we had uh, we had breakfast then. And uh, uh, then they, uh, they've got a shed there that you, uh, that they butcher them in and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do the caping and, and that for you. Yeah. And it was good to be able to sort of stand back and let someone else do the work for you. You <laughs> didn't have to do any caping or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, he, he, he uh, caped him all out and uh, then uh, uh, the meat that was uh, okay, his shoulders were no good, of course, with the two two thirty eight sixes through. And, uh, yeah, he caped caked him all out and everything, done the skin up and, uh, and salted it all out, cut the cut the uh, skull plate off with the antlers on and boiled that out and yeah. yeah. And then we went for a 
went, went for a bit of a hunt that afternoon again, uh, but never seen any reds, seen plenty of fallows and a few, and a few nice roosters there. And uh, yeah, and the next morning we, uh, The next morning, yeah, we well, we couldn't have got a, we couldn't have got onto anything the next morning, but that afternoon we got Jake got onto his then his big fella, and he was just trading around there with a few other hinds and so forth, and then he decided to lay down. And what the go, what the go is with him laying down? But there yeah, he's laying there, and uh, Jake didn't want to shoot him laying down. But so anyway, our guide started to whistle and make a few noises and eventually got up and Jake laid one into him and dropped him and, and like mine, the bastard got straight to his feet again. And he jammed another one into him and put him, put him down this time, so, but he wasn't dead. We, we sort of, uh, we waited, we give him about 10 minutes for, you know, for him to die. Anyway... We walked, started to walk across to him, he appeared dead, and we got to about 10 yards and the bugger got to his feet again. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so we, well, Jake had, uh, didn't have his scope wound back, of course, it was on about 12 power, I think. Yeah. And uh, he got a shot into him, but I, I think he hit him in the hindquarters, and our guide then got a, a shot him in the shoulder and dro dropped him down then. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But they were they were both well placed shots through the heart lung area. Just just big tough deer, I think. Was he was James shooting the thirty eight six as well? Yeah, yeah. I I I was using his rifle and yeah, and he was using the thirty eight six in the Seiko. You got one of them stainless steel laminated stocked rifle. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we got him down. The same same thing there. We were able. We got the vehicle up to him, and same thing. But he's struggling to get him into the ute. Yeah, and it got it started to get a bit dark on us then. And as you see with the photo there, that uh, it was getting a bit uh, dark when the photo session sort of took place. Yeah. yeah. Now that photo there doesn't look too bad with the purple sky in the background. There. No, it actually makes it look pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same thing. Got him back and they done all the work on him for us. And, yeah. And that. But he, uh, boiling out the skull, he boiled it, not such for a hell of a time, not, and then he got a karcher, pressure cleaner on it, and but he sprayed it within and, and the skull come up as white as anything. He didn't use any bleach or anything like that. He, uh, yeah, it must have been just the the water pressure, I suppose, that cleaned it up so good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, you learnt a bit bit there anyway. If you want I'll, to do your skulls, I'll try that next time. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, salted the skins, capes down for us, and uh, next day, the third day, we went off and no, it might have been the fourth day. Yeah, went off and uh, whistled a fox. Uh, we didn't. We whistled for a fox. We didn't get any, but yeah, sh shot a few kangaroos uh, that were uh, he had a permit for, of course. 
And um, yeah, that about ended our hunt then. We in the afternoon we collected up our capes and meat and headed for home. Yeah. And the yeah, and then took him up to Cower and got him got John to do him up there. Ah, so obviously you had, had a good rut then. No, it was a good a good hunt. Um, it was an easy hunt, really. It uh, wasn't any uh, hard steep walking much in it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, a bit of hard steep driving, but the walking wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, we've uh, booked a hunt uh, for two thousand and nineteen with them anyway. Jake is going to take one of the big uh, uh, Hungarian fallow and uh, I think I'll take, uh, he's got some wild sheep there too, wild he, rams. The, the snow mountain. Yeah, that's him. The, the snow mountain wild ram. Will... Right, yeah. yeah. I, think I, I think I might take one of them. Alright, yeah. Something a bit different. Yeah, I've got one up there but he's, he's too young, he's only a young fella that I shot in New Zealand. That's an Araparian? Yeah, I think he is. That's the name, yeah. I can never think of the damn name of him, yeah. I've got a bit of an obsession with most game animals, so I can remember the name. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think he uh, what did he chose? 600 no, $300, I think, trophy fee that fella in New Zealand charged for him. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they weren't very hard. Define, define where once you found where they were because there was plenty of wool and stuff laying around on the grass and sticks yep. and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I reckon I might. And I, I noticed in one of his uh, oh, things on the phone there that he's got a few black-faced ones too. All right. Yeah, they're, they're white, but they've got a black face. Yeah, so I might. I'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah. Mm. But that'll be in 2019 and the end of end of February. Just yeah, just just as they just as they finish shedding. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, so and that way he said you don't get any damaged antlers then. Oh yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, but there was a big. There was a big red there. We seen him, I think, on the first day too. And he said to me, he said, you can have him if you want him. I think he might have been a bigger head than that one that I've got. But he had one brow tine broke off. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one, yeah, didn't want him. But, but he, he only takes about four or six of these big super animals each year. Yeah. So he's very strict on his management. Oh, yeah, very strict on the management. Same, the fallow's the same, uh, they only take yep. half, a, three or four or whatever. And uh, he's got some nice big rooster there too. Nice big heavy antlered rooster there too, I see a few of them. Yeah. But that, that was another thing with the, the hunting, the, uh, the particular animal you're after, you had to try and negotiate your way through a bloody heap of other species, like fallow and rooster and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, right, you yeah. spook one and you, you spook the one that you're after. Yeah, that's right, the whole, yeah, the whole, a lot of them go then, yeah, that's what's in the clearing or what with them, yeah. So that made it just a bit more of a challenge there for them, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 
That was about it, and, and we'll have another story to tell in a, in a year or two's time. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, so how did, you, how did you get into hunting yourself? Like, I, I've always been a bit of a hunter, and I've always been a bit of a trophy hunter. Um, well, of course, my dad was, uh, he had firearms, and he used to do a bit of shooting, of course, he'd only... Nothing much about in them days to uh, only kangaroos and wallabies and foxes was about you. There was no deer back in my younger days or pigs either about here. Yeah. But yeah, oh, plenty of rabbits of course. Was hone your skills on rabbits. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, and I sort of progressed from that. We used to go out west uh, around Nimbagee and Canamble and that in the earlier days. Um, shooting pigs and roos and then around Nimiji I sort of done a bit of semi, I suppose you call it semi-professional roo shooting for skins and back then, yeah, uh, it was, you know, things were easier then, you could get your tags off parks and that easier and that, you didn't have to have all this accreditation stuff like that you've got to be today to be a roo shooter. And uh, yeah, you used to do too bad. I'd get, you'd definitely pay for your trip, like, but you had to do a bit of work skinning and that. But um, uh, yeah, a few old foxes, of course, they were good money in that them times too. Uh, getting bloody 30, 40 bucks a skin back back then, back in the 80s, yeah, 70s, 80s was a fair bit more money than 40 bucks today. Yeah, that's, that's that's not a bad making. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, those those days there was hell. There was blokes give up jobs, good jobs, and went fox shooting. Yeah, and I've heard blokes bought vehicles and all that out of just out of fox shooting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but nowadays they're not worth much, of course, or or, or anything. We we were getting bloody. Oh, 15 bucks the year before last, but then uh, I don't know what happened, but they're worth nothing now anyway. We never even bother skinning this year. Yeah. yeah. So, what was like the first year that you came across in your adventures? Uh, yes, well, the first year um, I joined the uh, ADA and uh, we got onto a property down at Goulburn, uh, out along the Braidwood Road from Goulburn. Uh, I can't think of the damn name. But... Anyway, yeah, it was out from Goulburn there, and yeah, that's where I shot first deer. Uh, that's it on the wall there. When, uh, gotta, if I could read the date. I can't, I can't read, read, read what's on that. <laughs> You're not able to. Ninety-eight. Yeah, well, that's when I shot my first deer, and a, a big old black fallow doe. And I think uh, when I butchered her up and uh, went to eat her, I think she must have been the oldest deer in the whole mob, because she had she had her meat was about the colour of chocolate. That's dark chocolate too, <laughs> and didn't taste very good at all. She was just too old, yeah. Yeah, that's when I got the first deer. 
and then got into the deer hunting from then on, yeah. Went up to uh, um, ridge hunting in Queensland, I shot three, three bucks, three stags up there, reds. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then I went with Clark McGee on a couple of hunts, uh, Chittle hunts, uh, Charters Towers, uh, up there. He's a good fella to go go with you if you can get on to him. He's a bit hard to get on to. But uh, yeah, I went on two hunts with him, got got two nice nice buck fellas with uh, with him. No. The last one, uh, of course, was the better one, that one there with the nice hourglass-shaped antlers. Uh, that, that's a fair chunk, chunk of a head, too. Yeah, that, yeah, the chittle there, yeah. They're a beautiful deer. Oh, yeah. It's Spotty and, yeah, uh, we got him in, I got him in... It was, it was January anyway, a couple of three years ago, I think it was. It was January. And hell, the first morning out, talk about hot. We went a day before daylight and the sweat was just running out of me. I thought this is going to be a long three or four days to put in. But we, we were lucky. Uh, each afternoon it come up sort of stormy and the humidity dropped. Yeah, so we were pretty damn lucky. But, uh, yeah, we took two other blokes from the... Or I took two other blokes up from the club with us. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I let them shoot their deer first because I'd shot one with Clark be uh, uh, the year before. And uh, so, yeah, and so on the last morning um, we went for a hunt and... I shot that bloke there, and and he ended up being the best deer out of the th out of the other two. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> being the, the the nicest shaped antlers, like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic head. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's a good head. That that other one over there, it's uh, one brow times weak on it. Yeah. Oh, the the rooster. Yeah. The uh, no the, the only oh, photographs got... see the. The chittle. Yeah, that fellow there, I give it to a taxidermist. What's his name? Uh, anyway, he went off the rails and I never ever got my head. Oh, the first chittle you got? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah oh, I, no. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he, oh, he went off the rails. I couldn't get in touch with him. And, yeah, and he wouldn't get in touch with me. So I've lost the antlers and... Uh, and a thousand dollar trophy fee. Oh. Uh, all I got is uh, uh, two photos there. So, wasn't good. <laughs> that's a kick in the guts. <laughs> yeah, it was a kick in the guts, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the rooster there, I shot him over in New Caledonia. Yeah. At the time, uh, over there, they were just like kangaroos here, like, kill, you'd see them killed on the roads. Just, just like the kangaroos here, bloody everywhere they were. But fairly wild on the property we were on because apparently he owned a, uh, a restaurant in Numea and as soon as you'd shoot the deer, he'd come and get it and, for the restaurant. All right. Yeah, and 
and he wouldn't let you shoot the pigs on the property either because they all went to the restaurant too. Oh, so if you saw a real good boar there, he wouldn't let you? No, 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 you couldn't take him. I think the trophy fee on that was $600, I think. Trophy fee on him. Alright. At the, at the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... I don't know much about Tudor or Rusa, but they look like to be very respectable heads. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that Chittle is a good, respectable head. That um, Rusa there, uh, he's got the length, but uh, he, he's not as heavy as some. All right. I, I guess he's probably might be age. He might be a younger deer. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember when I shot the deer, was I just had him caped out, and that and the, and along came the fellows that worked on the property property, and uh, they were French but couldn't speak English, but they they said, oh, there was a better one, better one. There <laughs> <laughs> was always a better one, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway, that saved us a walk back to uh, back to the camp. Anyway, we we, we drove back to camp with them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good adventure. Uh, up there, went up with a few blokes. And it was a good adventure. There was a, at the you know, on the same property, and as we were there at the same time, there was a bloke uh, shot a world record one there. Oh, sure. Oh, it, it would make that look small. It's sort of like looking at that red Queensland deer and the and the big Raptor Ridge fella there. That was about the comparison. Oh, Struth. <laughs> it was a massive thing, yeah. And heavy, like, heavy like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you got a lovely tar full body tarmy up there? Yeah. Yeah, got him in uh, uh, South Island in New Zealand. Um, I think that was probably the one of the best uh, and most enjoyable hunts I've been on, I think. Get that fella. And uh, I thought I'd get him full mounted because I thought I'll never probably get back there again to go. And I don't think I'd be able to walk it now. It's just too, just too steep, the country. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. It's steep. Uh, when we first started off to go up to look for that fella, uh, we went up the Tussocky Hill and the only way I could get up it was to put the rifle on my back and use my hands uh, to grab the tussocks with. That's only, and it went up and it went up and up. I don't know how far that went on, a kilometre or more, I suppose. Just up like that. Just all these big tussocks. Yeah. yeah. But um, before, when we uh, first spotted him with spotting scopes like, and uh, the guide uh, said, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a shooter. He said he'd be about uh, 12 inches. And uh, there was an, uh, another bloke from Orange was with us. And, and he, uh, he said, no, it was his shot, like, uh, to take it, because I'd taken that little chamois early in the week. And uh, he said, no, no, he said, I'm not going up there. He said, that's too high for me. And I found out later that he had a... Thing about heights, he couldn't handle heights. All right, well, <laughs> uh, 
bit hard to handle heights on Tahan. Uh, yeah, oh, Christ, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and the, uh, anyway, we started up this bloody slope and, and then we had to get into a valley then so the bugger couldn't see us and walk up this creek and there was boulders there that size the houses in the flaming thing and steep. Anyway, we got up there to him and I found him and anyway, I laid down on a ridge there was only, the top of it, it was only enough room to lay on. It just fell away at a massive <laughs> slope either side. And anyway, I fired, yeah, uphill at him. And the, the bloody rifle, I forgot about, they shoot shoot high, I think, if you're shooting uphill. Yeah, no, yeah like the, 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 bu the bullet. bullet. Yeah, 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 it's high. It's, yeah, do with gravity and all that, isn't it? Yeah, got gravity and bloody altitude and all that. Yeah, and it just grazed him across the top of the shoulders, just like as if you'd cut him and cut him with a knife. Anyway, he took off and round, I had another shot, I missed him, of course, and, and then he went round the side of a cliff with a big the waterfall down the side of it and then he pulled up and I think I fired another shot at him and missed him. And then I loaded and fired again. I, I put about two foot two foot daylight between his shoulders and the crosshairs and fired and I heard thump and down he come off the side of the cliff rattling and going through the bloody rocks almost down to where we were it, it, it was one of the longest shots I've ever done in my life I think it must have been I don't know, 200, 300 yards I had a lot of daylight between the top of his shoulders and the crosshairs yeah, anyway, yeah, down to us, but now he knocked a little bit of a chip out of the top of his horn. And, yeah, so I thought, well, bugger it, I'll get, I'll get a full mount done of him. Yeah. So our guide skinned him out for me, and, yeah, and I, uh, I had to carry the skin and all down. He, he said, I'll skin him for you. He said, you can carry it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm doing a tar hunt next year. Good, oh, good. Pete, I went with Pete Byram. Oh yeah, he's uh, well. I think he still goes over there uh, with with Croc, his mate. Yeah, as far as I know, he still goes yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a he's a fantastic bloke to go hunting with. Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun, and real good. Yeah. Yeah, I've had, I've talked to him a couple of times. Yeah, and he's always good for a story. <coughs> I was going to say that. Yes, he'd be good for a story. He'd be able to tell you lots of stories. He t told me about his Canada hunt, like how he, yeah. he, he tagged along on the Canada and they got a moose. Yes, that's right, that's right. That'd have been a damn good adventure, that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, gee whiz. But, uh, yeah, earlier in the week, I think we were over there for ten days. Uh, it was my birthday and we were up on the side of the bloody mountains there, glass and fatar, and this little chamois come walking down the bloody ridge sort of towards us and to one side a bit and anyway uh, I told him it was my birthday like he said <laughs> well seeing as your birthday he said you can shoot that little tar he said he hasn't got the biggest horns in the world he said but he, he's got a nice hook in him hook in the back of him so anyway about 200 yards he was out and I dropped him at the 270 yeah. Wait, did rolled, you use the 270 on that fella? yeah 270 on him yeah, yeah. with 
I think I was only using 130 grain projectiles at the time. Oh, yeah. But with them tire, mostly where they are, you've only just got to hit them anywhere, and then the fall will kill them then. Yeah. 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 It's uh, fall for bloody hundreds of feet, rolling and tumbling and going, yeah, rattling through the rocks. Yeah, that, 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 that little chamois, he rolled and bloody tumbled for a long way down the hill too before he pulled up. <laughs> and then when we first went to the property, uh, the, the property belonged to our guide's uh, brother-in-law. And uh, uh, yeah, when we first arrived there, of course, we bought some bottles of uh, rum and whiskey and stuff for the landowner. And uh, we arrived there and... One of the blokes who was with us, uh, he was an ambulance officer, a fellow he was, and anyway, he stuck into the into the whiskey, and I said to him, I said, you want to you want to leave that flame of whiskey alone? I said, this country looks very very steep here. I said, you'll you'll do it hard tomorrow if you've got a hangover. Oh, I'll be right, I'll be right. Anyway, I said, well. He'll have us out of bed at about four o'clock in the morning. It was about bloody half past eleven or more then. I'll be right, I'll be right. So <laughs> I went off to bed and I don't know what time they got to bed. But anyway, we heads off and up the valley in uh, in uh, our guide, Croc, they called him. Old uh, uh, Hilux, bally tyres on it. And every, every little bit of a wet creek you'd come to, you'd you'd be stuck slipping so they'd have to all bail out and push it through and hop in again <laughs> so anyway we got up got up to this uh, place and we seen some tar away up there and I thought to myself oh geez I hope we don't have to go up and get one of them but thank goodness there wasn't anything in it uh, uh, shootable in the mob anyway we headed up this bloody it was a grassy slope too and uh, getting along on the tussocks and anyway this bloke started to drop behind dropping behind and Croc went down and uh, you know give him a bit of a hand and he's getting behind further and the next thing he's crook uh, the hell he <laughs> was crook <laughs> oh, and then uh, like being an ambulance officer he was frightened of, be of uh, dehydrating because he was sick so he drank most of our water on it <laughs> didn't have much more water for the day. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, we got up on this little knob and we glassed around and he recovered a bit. And, uh, yeah, we found some tar and uh, uh, he decided he'd take the shot, the first shot. And he, he yeah, yes, he took my rifle, yeah. And uh, they got onto this tar, but, oh, Christ, it was a long way. He had five shots at him to try and, to get his range. Like you could fire and you'd see the bullets whack a rock or something uh, way over on the other side. It was that I don't know how far it would have been. It wouldn't have been... A, it had to have been five or six hundred yards, I reckon. And in the finish, he, he lobbed a bullet into him and we were watching from the other side. And anyway, when he hit him, he started to roll, 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 roll. And then it got steeper and then he then he started to roll and bounce end for end and then down and down and then he went straight down the side of a bloody cliff into a canyon looking place. And they were the rest of the day then until dark uh, finding him and 
taken him out to, before they got back to camp. How bad No, no damage. <laughs> I thought he'd be like mine. I thought, well, he went a lot further than mine, but no, never had done any damage to his skin or anything. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but Jesus, it was a spectacular fall. I know that. Yeah. Like he might have fell for five or six hundred metres, like. Yeah, and then went in, down into this gorge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the it was cold evening too, and a cold wind. We went. We would camp down on the Dobson River. It was. It run out of Mount Cook on the eastern side of the South Island. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and oh God, it was cold that night and we were staying in the shepherd's huts and got into them and you were as warm as toast. They were all lined and uh, good bunks and everything in them, yeah. And uh, um, there was one hut, we stayed in about three or four on the trip, but one hut was that well sealed that they had to have a... a a hole in the floor near the fire so the fire could breathe. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't go unless you opened this bloody... If you had the doors closed, unless you had this thing open near the fire. That's how well it was insulated. Yeah, right. I suppose we'd have run out of flaming air too. If we didn't <laughs> have the hole in the floor open too. Yeah, but it was beautiful and warm anyway. Yeah, nice, nice... Uh, Nice huts to camp in, yeah. So, that bit, you class that as your hardest hunt? What was that? What you class New Zealand as your hardest hunt that you've done? Oh. Uh, yes, that, that, that tar hut would have been the hardest uh, and most enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely the hardest, yeah. yeah. I don't know, we'll go to the oven, what's the worst hunt that you've done? Worst hunting I've done. Worst hunting. Oh, uh, oh gee, I don't know. Uh, the worst. Most hunting's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's always pretty good. I can't think of anything just offhand. A bad hunt? I guess it might have been... I might have had a bad day somewhere and missed a couple of deer. Somewhere, I think. Yeah, I think that'd be. Oh, down in uh, Victoria, I've had a few bloody hard hunts there too, and uh, uh, on the Samba, I shot a big old hind down there, and uh, they were a, ma a massive deer too, and I'd have battled to roll her over downhill, but uh, yeah, I, I shot her. Two rounds, I think, with a 270 to bring her down. But I, I could have shot plenty of them on various other trips, but I didn't bother shooting them because if you shoot them, you've got to take them out. Yeah. You can't leave anything behind. So, And it's a bloody one hell of a job to get them out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the worst hunt, I don't know. I can't remember a bad hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've... Uh, yeah, I've had a fair a few misses and so forth. Like someone told me, uh, said to me one day, if you if you haven't missed anything, he said you haven't done much shooting. 
Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't hit every shot, that's for sure. But, uh, had a bit of a, a bit of a hunt here uh, out at um, out at Wesley, you know, at Ginkin. Yep. Yeah, we we're out there. Me and Dick Northey were out there the other morning, real early, and we were supposed to be looking for deer uh, on that place. He reckon he had heaps of deer, and he wanted them shot and all that. And we never seen any deer that day, but yeah, we got onto some pigs and. Uh, yeah, we mowed a couple of them down. Good, good running shots they were too. Yeah, but you couldn't have done any better with a bloody shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Roll them over, you know, but fall and then they flip over a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Old 270 soon brought him down. How um, big's that goat there? Yeah, uh, he's uh, 42 inches. 42 inches, I don't know, what, what's that in metric? It, I think I think when it comes to measuring trophies, everything's done in inches, I believe. It is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But still 42 inches, that's, yeah. that's, that's a good head. I remember when I shot him, I had that old Seiko 243 I got there, and he, he was half an inch longer than it, than the right. <laughs> half an inch longer than the... Seiko Forester it is, yeah. 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 It's, uh, it was, but, yeah, you know, like, well, there's not too many much bigger than that. I have heard of a 50 inches and that. Yeah, I've heard of the odd 50 incher. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, look a long way nowadays before you find one as good as him again and nowadays. But I think there's still odd ones about. But the trouble is now they're worth too much money. They... They won't let you shoot them now. Yeah, yeah. She's a yeah, fella I do a bit of work for, bought a property here not long ago with a heap of goats on it, and he rounded up a bloody heap and sent them to Wodonga and 91 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not going to let anyone shoot 91 bucks on you too, too much, are you, if you can round them up? Yeah, I think that's half the challenge is trying to round them up. Well, uh, oh, yeah. Like, especially in this mountainous country, yeah. yeah. Out west, uh, well, I think it's hard enough out there too, but I think it's a bit easier than in the mountains here. Yeah. That's for sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I shot that fella, oh, I don't know, it had to have been over 40 years ago, and I just had his skull plate and the horns. And anyway, one day I decided, oh, I might get him mounted. So I found a fellow with, that had big butts on his horns yep. that, probably, that would fit round them and he had a bit of colour in him, as you say, so I shot him and got him done, yeah. So uh, that's sort of like the similar coloration of the, of the previous owner? <laughs> no, totally opposite, actually. He was a snow white goat. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was totally opposite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that fellow you've got there, that's a... He's got a... Lovely coat on him. Yeah, yeah. He was shot out at Bindook, you know, about Lang's property, out towards Urandry, you know, the old ghost town, Urandry? Yep, yep. Yeah. Before you get there, you, there's a, a, a patch of private property there, and, uh, yeah, about Lang owns it. All right. Or owned it. I think it's been sold now. But, uh, yeah, shot him there. Yeah. Uh, 
National Parks is all around it. I think they've nearly got them eliminated now, but somebody must have, well, somebody did drop them there, that's for sure, and started them off. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, but yeah. Well, he's the best fellow I've shot. A couple more out there I've shot too, but they're not quite as good as him. Yeah. What's he, roughly? Do you know? Uh, no, I've never imagined him, to tell you the truth. I think he's... I think he's about 24 or 26 inches long, I think. Oh, yeah. That's the length, yeah, but that's all I've measured, yeah. Yeah, so you wouldn't know what the Douglas score is? No, 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 I don't. No, I, I don't know what the Douglas score of any of them are. Oh, <laughs> well, the, the guide down there at Raptor Ridge uh, measured him up 370 Douglas points or something. <laughs> something like that, yeah. And Jake's, the one that he's got, uh, is actually more. Because yeah. he, he beat me in spreads, see? Jake's spreads out more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, massive. Uh, and the antlers and skull cap weighed six, seven kilos. Yeah. The skull cap and antlers, like just the skull cap and antlers on their own? yeah. Bloody seven, hell. Seven kilos. I, I made them on an old set of fish weighing scales. Like oh, how yeah. accurate that is, I don't know. But yeah. Oh, well, the, the big boar I'm getting done up at the moment, I put him on a pair of bathroom scales. Oh, did you? How, oh, the whole pig? The whole pig. How the hell did you do that? With great difficulty. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah, but, so. He, but he went, um, according to the bathroom scales, he went 90 kilos. Oh, but dressed. No, no, guts in, but yeah. I think that's not right because you look at me saying I weigh roughly 90 kilos myself oh, and, right. the, yeah. and the pig's clearly bigger than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I've got, he's, he's clearly got a few more bits of stone on him yet. That's right, yeah, but yeah. But he's still, still like the biggest pig I've ever come across. So. Uh, what, like, about here, of course, you've got him? Yeah, yeah out at Rockley. yeah. Good, good hooks on him. Yeah, I correct reasonable hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as good as hooks as he can get for around this sort of mountain area. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a good set of hooks here. Oh, I had that. The old man shot this fella a long, long time ago. Oh. St I don't know what they'd measure if you measured them up. They're not the heaviest set, but they're, they're the longest set I've ever seen. No, I reckon they'd score by insane. <laughs> One's clearly bigger than the other. Yeah, which is generally the, the go with them. Where did this fella come from? He actually come from out there, um, up the Long Arm Creek. Eric Moorhead, do you know where he lived? Uh, down Casman's Road, off the Shooters Hill Road. Yeah, I think I know. Down in there, yeah. And it must and it was oh it must have been when pigs first started to come round here a lot of years back. Like if you could get a pig that good around here, you'd be doing backflips. Oh, you would. Yeah. And 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 like uh Never hardly seen a, a, a pig uh, around the district there for years after. I don't know how the hell he, he must have wandered in from somewhere, I don't know, on his own. 
because it was years after that before we started to see a lot of pigs about in this district. <laughs> He's certainly a good one. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're real good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, hunting and that. I've always, I've always liked to hunt and shoot. I like to get out in the bush. I do like I, I like to hunt on my own a, fair, a bit too. Yeah. Early, and early of the morning, uh, you could listen to the birds uh, waking up and singing, and yeah, everything seems to be out early in the morning, and that. Yeah. But, uh, I reckon that's the best time of the day to hunt. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just before they go back and. And uh, camp for the day. Yeah. 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 yeah that, uh, that that chittle there of Charles Towers. We'd actually seen him the evening uh, uh, before, uh, but he it was getting dark and the bugger wouldn't pull up. Anyway, we got out daylight next morning and headed off in the direction he went in and. Well, I guess it was him, it was the same deer, yeah, we got onto him and we actually sort of just waited, they were feeding towards us and we just, it was pretty easy actually, we just waited there and ambushed him. Yeah. I hit him with, hit him with the old 270, I had 150 grainers in it, and I just poleaxed him, he just didn't know what hit him, he was only about 100 yards away. So you relayed your own ammo? Yeah. Yeah, related all everything, shotgun, everything, uh, all except twenty-two rimfire, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I like doing that too, bloody reloading and experimenting with loads and that. There's a bloody big, uh, you know, different bullet weights and, and 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 if you use different types of powder, it will alter you. As you probably know, it'll alter your bloody. Uh, Impact. Mm. Yeah. I, I, uh, there today, this morning, I went out and sh I had a, a 80 grain uh, spear projectiles in and I changed back to, no, 85 grainers and I've changed back to 75 grainers and there was, the rifle was hitting one inch to the right at 100 metres with the uh, lighter bullets though. The seventy-five grain bullet. Right. Yeah, yeah. The height wasn't height was not too bad, but she was hitting one inch. I give it three clicks to the left, and she was and and I give it two up, and she was spot on. Yeah. On the old old Kale's Hellier I've got on there, which is nearly as old as the rifle. Uh, and that yeah, but she zeroed in pretty good. Remember one time we were out fox shooting with a bloke and like a fool I sat the rifle down on the ground on the on his bipods and skinned it, we skinned a fox or two and anyway this fella went to get, go round to get in the ute and tripped over the rifle. So that was the end of it for that night and anyway I went next day to shoot it in and it's got a, a, a Kale's 8x56 on it and uh, they must be made good or something because I just give it the 
uh, few clicks and she was right back on, on spot again. Yeah. The easiest I've ever shot anything in, I think. You know, that must be very precise in their in their clicks, in the measurements, yeah. Mm. Must be that right on the quarter inch click, yeah. In all your years of like shoot, shooting and hunting, what do you think is like the best bullet like bullet load and calibre? Well, that's a hard, pretty hard one. All round calibre, I think a two four three might take a bit of beating as an all round sort of a calibre. Uh, well, the next thing up, uh, the two seventy is good, but I reckon the old thirty oh six might be as good as anything for a, a bit bigger game. I reckon they're as good as anything because they've got a. I think you can reload them right up to over two hundred grain projectiles in them. I think. Yeah, so I reckon you'd be able to take a bloody buffalo with the old 306, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, you could be able to, but they don't recommend it. No, no, they don't. But, uh, well, it goes back in the in the days when they were skinning them. They, they only used old 303s with military bullets in them. That's all mm. they used back then. But, uh, of course, probably a whole different setup to now too. There was probably more of them and they might have been quieter and all that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard that they, uh, so they wouldn't go bad, they'd just shoot the poor buggers in the back and keep on going and go and then come back and finish them off and skin them then. So if you killed the bugger, he'd be stinking by the time he got back to him. But <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that today. No, God no. <laughs> Someone found out if you'd done that, Christ Almighty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's... Uh, oh, yeah, I've learned... I've learned quite a few people to hunt, and two grandsons, I've learned them to hunt, and... Uh, yeah, I'm working on me a granddaughter at the moment. She's starting to come up, come up pretty good, too. <laughs> she, shot a, she shot a rabbit and a bloody... Uh, well, yeah, she got a pig too, a little pig, one day. This is shooting with just a twenty-two. Mm. Cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> she had a cockatoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's good. A lot, of, a lot of people today too, I don't know, it's a different world to what I come up in with firearms. People's got a terrible fear about firearms now. You fire, mm. they hear a shot, they think they... I suppose it's, well, all these massacres and bloody stuff. Too much uh, information you've got nowadays, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, well, too much information or not enough. Ah, uh, yes. Because yeah. you can sort of... Information information can sort of be misleading. Yes. If, it, if delivered incorrectly. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and you got all your, all your t reporters, and they blow things out of proportion too. Yeah. Just to sell bloody TV time and newspapers and that, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's a whole different different world now to what it, with the, in the shooting and hunting world, yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I w went over to America on a bit of a, a trip, and we went to... Las Vegas and uh, found a place or the gun garage they call it and you can go and shoot a fully automatic weapons there 
So me and my son John went over and I said, well, we'll never get to shoot one in Australia, so we might as well go and shoot one here whilst we got the chance. And yeah, we shot three. An Uzi. It was an Uzi. And what's American? Oh, AR... AR-15? Something like that. Yeah. The, yeah. And another one. Yeah, but holy Christ. Do they empty their magazine quick. <laughs> and climb on you. They just climb straight in the air as soon as you, as soon as you touch the trigger. And the, uh, the range officer that was with us, uh, he put his hand on your back. Uh, oh, to stop yeah, you from going back. You from, yeah, going back. And I found out why I looked on, like, all the, it was an indoor range, and yep. all the ceiling was all wo wooden planks, of course, and they were all picked to pieces with bullets. <laughs> they, they got out of control and sprayed yep. the roof with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let me do any of that when I, when I went over in January. I walked oh. into a gun range and they said, no, nah, can't let you. Oh, but was that in Vegas or...? I, I was in LA, LA then. LA, yeah. And, well, of course, well, California at the moment. Yeah. Shouldn't matter, but I think California's very anti-gun at the moment. They are. They are. That is right. And I think they have been for a good while, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, God, you should have slipped over into Nevada. And, yeah, yeah, no problem there. And anyway, I was... I said to them, um, they give us a t-shirt and a cap or something to yeah. them, I said, can I buy one of these rifles? And he said, yeah, he said, there's a semi, any of them semi-automatics there, he said, I'll sell it to you straight away now, if you want it. <laughs> and I said, well, what about a fully automatic uh, Uzi or something like that? I said, we might have to look into your character, in about a week's time I could sell it to you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I just looked into your character, uh, he didn't say anything about uh, a license or anything like that. Yeah. 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 I was hunting white-tailed deer in Illinois. That's that's why I went to America for. Oh. I was on a white-tailed deer hunt. Oh, good, right. Didn't get one, unfortunately. But oh, right, but a good adventure. Good adventure and absolutely froze. Oh, yes, it can get cold in them places. Yeah. We, we yeah. think it's cold here. We Yeah, we think it's cold here. Then I, I got over there and it was like minus 17. Yeah, we'd be nearly dead if it was that here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I came across one bloke, and he said, "Oh, I don't do much deer hunting anymore. I'm more into the duck hunting and the turkey hunting." Oh, right. So yeah, so I don't own as much guns as I as I like to. Just as a general curiosity question, I go, "Oh, well, how many guns do you own?" He goes, "Oh, only eighty six. Only eighty six. <laughs> yes. Oh, right, eh? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I'd say that's probably an average. Yeah. A lot of people own more than that, I'd say, too. Yeah, and no, of course, they'll, they'll have, but he'll have muzzle loaders and shotguns and all sorts, because they have a muzzle loader season there as well. They do, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. And bows. Yeah, well, I was there for the bow season, because I, yeah, so I went hunting with the bow. Oh, oh right, did you? Oh, yeah. right, you got a bow. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of a greenhorn to it, but I'm... Yeah. yeah, but that's what I got my fellow buck this year with was with, with my boat. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, good on you. That's bloody good. Did you, uh, uh, what's the young fellow that's uh, in the ADA in Bathurst? He's a, a bow hunting fellow. Nick? Yeah, you would have worked with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he comes out 
down the duck malloy there and does a bit of hunting. Yeah, yeah, right. He gets a good lot of deer, don't he, with with his bow? He got four this year. Four, 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 four bucks with his bow. That had re you'd really got to have a lot of patience and be a good stalker with the bow, don't, don't you? Yeah. You've got to get in close. Anything further than 20 yards, I reckon you'd be too far away with it. Yeah, well, I got a goat on the long weekend at 50 with my bow. Oh, did you? That's all right. Go through it, right through him, did it? Or? Yeah, straight through it. Yeah, they reckon it just whistle straight through it all. Yeah. Yeah, Christ. Oh, the buck I got, I, I shot him at 10. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you wear all the, the good camo stuff, of course. Yeah, oh, I was just wearing me, me no, normal camo and just make sure I was all, everything was covered. That's right, yeah. Face and a bit too. With the neck. I, I, had a, um, I had a face cover, but I didn't have time to pull it up and cover my face with it. <laughs> because he, cause Nick rattled the buck in. Oh. And I didn't have time to get ready for it. Like no. I didn't know which way it was coming from and it just... Came up and walked straight in front of me, broadside, drew back, and I didn't know which pin to use. I put the 20 metre pin on it, and it just went straight, double lunged it, and the rest is history. Oh, yeah, Christ, eh? He, he ran off a little bit, of course, and faded out quickly. Yeah. Yeah, which is, that's how they kill, don't they, with bleeding. Yeah. They bleed to death, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it'd be good, it'd be good to hunt with a bow, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, um, I've got one. Oh, I've got a couple of them. Actually, them ghillie suits. Oh yeah. And uh, one I've got is the Yowie one with all the strings and stuff. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, I used to have good shooting with rabbits. Shooting rabbits with with that on, you'd get like uh, get down on your hands and knees and just get along with that. And they play all right. They didn't know what the hell you were. They'd stand there looking at you, some would go on feeding, get up to, a, you know, 25 yards or so, no trouble at all <laughs> with it on. Yeah, you had your face covered up and all, and all that. Yep. The only thing is those buckets with the strings on, they were terrible things to get through a fence. Oh. Holy Christ, you'd be tangled up in the barbed wire. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. How'd we go, all right? <laughs> yeah, we're doing very well. Um... What's on your bucket? Like, what's your bucket list? Like, what's one animal like you still wanna, you really wanna get? Yeah, I'd like to get a kudu. Go to Africa and get a kudu. Uh, yeah. That's. I, I probably I, I probably won't get him. Go there, but yeah, I would really like to get a kudu. Yeah. And uh, none of the cats or any families. I'm not interested in shooting one of them because they're all too endangered. Cats. You can shoot leopard and that, I think, in Africa, but yep. I wouldn't shoot, shoot a cat. But, yeah, the kudu would be uh, my wish, yeah, yep. back at least. But I don't think I'll, ever, I'll get there somehow. But I don't know if it's all that terribly dear. I've seen them advertised for about five or $6,000, for you know, for a week's hunt. Mm. But, yeah. But, yeah, the... Um, uh, the bloke that owns this uh, Raptor Ridge, he's done he's done bloody massive amount of hunting. He's got a he's got a room three times bigger bigger than this with 
three times the animals in it, like Africa and all that. And he's got two kudu in it. Oh, Christ, they're, they're massive antlers. Yeah. Like getting back, bloody four or five foot long or so. <laughs> he, he did shoot them a good while back. Yeah, good, good few years back. But yeah, no, that's mine. Dream to get one of them. Yeah. That's a reasonable dream. <laughs> they sort of... A lot of people consider them the elk equivalent for Africa. Oh, yeah. Cause, think, just because of the, the size and how, what a big animal they are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are a big animal, yeah. And uh, I don't think they're all that easy to shoot either. They're, they're a pretty skittish sort of a wild animal too, but just go on a few stories I've read, of course. Yeah, well, they've got the nickname of the Grey Ghost, that's so... That's it. That's the Grey Ghost, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, oh, the hunting's good. Uh, camping out in the bush and all that stuff. It's uh, it's all good, all part of an adventure and that. Yeah, but I've never. I, w I wouldn't mind getting a nice big samba stag too. It'd be nearly yeah. as nearly as good a prize as the kudu. Mm. Yeah, get a big bugger of them. Of. I've managed to buddy knock over two Samba in my time, so... Yeah, yeah, oh, that's all right, yeah. Yeah, um, where, where'd you get them down, right? Corriong Way? Or? I got, the last one I got was at Corriong. He was a, um, it was a button one. Like oh. he, he sort of just walked up on us and he was on the road. I thought, well, he's he's close and easy to get get onto the ute, so I took him and another one I, I got on a another place a bit more... A bit more east with, oh. with, with her with a friend and yeah. I've sort of been given the word that if I told anyone where it was I'd find a bullet in my radiator so <laughs> we won't go any further into that one yeah no, so I'll, I'll better keep me tongue quiet about that bit <laughs> yeah yeah like as I, as I said I could have shot all maybe half a dozen but they were all uh, young stags or uh, Doves, yeah, hinds. Yeah, well, my my first sam stag was a mongrel. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he was just a old. He was just old, going backwards. He only had two points. Oh, he was going old and going. Oh well, that's that's not too bad though. Yeah, that's old fella. Yeah, they asked me, so oh, could you cull him out for us? I said, oh, okay, if you want me to, I can happily do that. I'm not going <laughs> to complain. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, sea fallows sometimes with little. Button antlers about that long. Yeah. And apparently they never get any better. I was talking to this Raptor Ridge people and he said, Yeah, we call them buttons. And he said, They never get any better. They'll cast them off and grow a button again next year. He said, They they get shot straight away here. Right. Cold out, yeah. I've seen a red stake this year that was a button. Oh, did you? Yeah. I I got one down Lowe's Mount there, uh, uh, and it yeah it was a button one, but you know I I always thought well you know he's oh, just he's deformed or something this year. Yeah, he's like no, still but, still growing like, yeah. a, like a spike. Yeah, but yeah, but no, not yeah, just sort of a mongrel looking antler thing it was. Yeah, but yeah, no, they never get any better. So they're more or less a cull animal. Yeah, they're a cull animal. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took this, well, I got a good skin off him, a 
bloke wanted a skin and or lady actually wanted a skin and it was a nice spotty one like that one that one over there so I uh, I didn't waste him anyway. Yeah. Oh, a bit of meat off it too, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had a bloody terrible thing happen to me during the week. Oh. Is it somewhat someone turned the the chest freezer off oh. and I lost all me most of me salmon meat. Oh bloody God devastated. Oh, oh, that's a bugger. Yes, that can happen. It has happened to me too, yeah. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it because my brother's a chef and he's had all these great ideas of what he was gonna do it do to it. What a bugger. Oh, <laughs> just gutted. <laughs> you have to look around and see if you can find a young young animal uh, about here and get no, I've only got a only got a couple of weeks off till the season ends. Oh well, that's right. It's the season ends before long, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, uh, was this year? Yeah, I had the bloody shoot uh, a couple out of season before the season opened. They were that was the flowers out there. They they they'd eaten this lady's bloody beautiful garden out. All her, eat all her roses and and all her um, fruit trees. Oh hell, they made a mess. Oh, Christ, and yeah, she got on to me and uh, she said, come down and shoot them deer. Mm. I said, well, it's not really season. And she said, well, I won't say anything if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 after I took me a bloody while to find the mongrels, there's some steep country in there on, in that Lowe's Mount on the right-hand side of it. Yeah, bloody steep, steep country in there, and uh, a thick bush, a uh, bitty bush, mongrel stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I got onto him one morning, real early. Uh, I was down in a sort of a washed-out creek, crossing it, and I'd be ghillie suit on and everything. And uh, I sort of, you know, sometimes you get a bit of a run up just to get up onto the top of the bank. Yep. <laughs> and the bastard's about fifty yards away from me, and of course. Bolted as soon as he seen me, but he only went 50 yards and he thought, I wonder what that is. And he, <laughs> he stopped and looked round and I bullied him off the shoulder. Yeah. He, he was still in bloody velvet. Yeah, that's how early it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not much in the way of antlers either. But, uh, yeah, and then I got got one of the does that was with him. Yep. Yeah, too. And that solved the problem then. She hasn't had any problem since with it. Of course, she hasn't called me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that was great. Well, I hope you can get something out of that. Yeah. Uh, Carter, yeah. Well, you give me an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> oh, was it? God, I yeah. hope it's not too boring. Oh, oh well, I think anyone that's a bit interested it shouldn't be too boring. If they're interested in hunting, I'm sure they'll have a <laughs> great listen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah so... It, Oh. How, how, do you listen to it on the radio or on your TV and audio? Um, well, basically, you'll listen to it through an app, through iTunes or I think called SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, they, I'm, I'm not fully up on these app yeah. things. <laughs> Heard of them, but yeah. righto, so you look at it through that on your phone. Yeah, it'll be through the phone or yeah. through any electronic device. So, like, yeah, laptop or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so like you could put the, plug this in into your car and you could drive around listening to it through your car if oh, you wanted to. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That'll be good. 
Yeah, yeah. Good. thanks for coming down. Oh, thank you for letting me have you on. <laughs> that's, that's good, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. There's plenty of other bloody stories you can tell about fox shooting and all that stuff, whistling and all that. Yep. I, I, I didn't, we never touched on that. Oh, no, we might have to do that another time. Another day, yeah. Yeah. That's as bloody as old, I don't know, you know Keith Harvey, you know Keith Harvey. Um, old, old fella, he, he lives, or he did own on the other side of the dam there. He owned all that country there, Har Harvey country. Yeah. Old name here, yeah. And uh, he said, not many, not much better ways of spending an afternoon than whistling a fox. I think he's pretty right too, unless you were stalking a big stag somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the old fox was bloody good afternoon whistling foxes, you know, if you can get two or three or four or something for the evening. Mm. They're coming along. I always use a shotgun on them. A lot of people use a rifle. I've, I've had a go at a rifle, but yeah, not very good experience. <laughs> <laughs> No, not, not when they come running in at you. <laughs> yeah, that's for bloody sure. <laughs> Run right up to your feet. Yeah. <laughs> what did you see? Oh, you would have seen that thing on the, on your phone. Uh, this fellow, I think he sells whistles. And he was just, he was whistling and whistling. And the old fox come and actually jumped up at, on, onto his chest. He no, was I'm, trying to get at the whistle. It, it's right. I haven't seen that. No. Jake would have showed me on his phone. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to look it up. Bloody, yeah. You can see the old fox coming and coming and coming, and his, uh, his mate or his son, I think, was filming it, and the bloody fox actually jumped up at the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good advertisement for the whistle. Oh, yeah. And everything. But I had a bastard one day, I was, oh, many years back when the big money was on, uh, I was standing up at a heap of rubbish, and there was a log behind me here, and I whistled away, and I heard a rattle, and I looked around, and there's a bloody fox standing nearly on my shoulder. <laughs> He's come up through the heap, and <laughs> but I never got him, of course. Oh, he too quick. Jumped down and into the. They've got a. I don't know whether you've noticed with a fox if he's running away from me, he'll always put something between you and him, a tree or a log, or oh, they're bloody good at it, so you can't get a shot at him going away. I've never noticed that. Yeah, mate. Jeez, you mightn't have missed many. <laughs> oh, usually when I've put them up, I'm doing something else. <laughs> right. Yeah, shit, they're good at that. Well, I have snuck up on a couple that are sleeping. Yeah, oh, right. Or we were there looking for deer or something, there'll be one you'll be curled up on the rock having yes, a snooze. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you would be able to do that too. And I thought, oh, I would shoot you if I didn't want to waste a 38 bullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, you use a thirty oh six too, do you? Yeah, I've got a Seiko Grizzly. Uh, oh, you got a Grizzly? Oh, yeah. Oh. I wonder what this one of Jake's is. It's not a Grizzly. She's just a... Yeah, she's a sporter uh, with, a, with a laminated stock, a grey stock. Stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah, she's a nice rifle anyway, yeah. Anyway, I better make stop recording this. Oh, oh, you're still recording. Oh, I've been recording yeah. the whole time because <laughs> everything you say is interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, catch you next time.